Namaskaram everyone so we have awesome Taylor Anna from Sounds of Isha today so before you go into the podcast i want you guys to go check out his spotify profile and follow him and listen to his awesome music go down in the description check it out guys some awesome songs he has over there so please go check it out so on to the podcast now bye Namaskaram everyone welcome back to the podcast today i'm super duper excited because we have taylor anna from sounds of isha so as a proof he has something for you that is from sounds of isha so taylor anna on to you <laughs> thanks faisak i'm just going to play a little bit of my new favorite instrument this is called a rav drum um and just start us off and we'll get into it awesome to hear more you'll have to watch here till the end of the podcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> so we'll get them here stay here so thank you so much anna could you like tell a bit about what is this instrument like before we begin yeah yeah sure so this is it's called a rav drum uh and it's a steel tongue drum so you can see this right here is it's cut out right it's like cut with like a laser um i think um and it obviously has a certain number of notes And so it's kind of related to this instrument uh which is called a hand pan which is kind of related to this instrument which is a gatam okay. so supposedly the guy that made this instrument was he was a steel drum maker and then his friend showed him a gatam that he had just gotten and then that inspired him to make this instrument maybe like 15 years ago it's a pretty pretty new instrument um and then i think this came after this um But yeah, so that these are kind of my my instruments of choice lately. Oh, awesome. awesome. So thank you so much and I like uh, I want to say special thanks, you know, for most of you don't I was feeling a bit low the past few days so Taylor now was very kind enough to send me a awesome music piece. I've been listening to it a lot. It really calms me. So maybe I'll put it in a Google Drive and put it in the link also wherever you are listening. <laughs> so you guys can check it out. So now back to the podcast. So please tell me and all our listeners a lot about you so that you know we get to know you and your journey and 
how did this all this happen? <laughs> Please. Yeah, sure, sure. And and definitely stop me or ask me questions along the way if you want me to clarify or talk yeah. more about something. But um, uh, so, I mean, as you might imagine, uh, I like music a lot and music is a big part of my life. Um, I started playing when I was 12 in school um, and then have just been playing more and more and learning different types of music and more instruments um, and just spending more and more time doing it. Um, so I, yeah, I mean, I love music and I love, I, I love all different types of music. And I, I think um, I've always been drawn to kind of like the opposite of this, which like tends to be like, oh, it's so peaceful and nice and calm and meditative and everything, which I love. I love that too. But like, I also love like super energetic, like dance music and rock music and electronic music. Um, and I have for a long time, like in like growing up, I listened to a lot of like hardcore bands and emo music and, you know, really energetic, passionate, emotional stuff. But then also, um, you know, all kinds of music. But I, I say that because I, I think that's like carried over to um, some of the times when I've gotten, I've been able to play with Sounds of Isha and to play, you know, ecstatic music that's dancing and super energetic and keeps people moving. I love that too. Um, I actually, I, I realized this recently, I forget what prompted it, but I realized that my very first memory ever was when I was like three years old or something. And I saw a commercial for Power Rangers. Do you know what Power oh, Rangers yeah, is? Of course. They have both yeah. of us when they stand at the back. Yeah. <laughs> So, and, and, and I saw a commercial and I was like, I didn't quite like know what it was or like what time was, but it's like, okay, I think it's saying that there's a show on tomorrow night. And I'm like, I have to watch that. That's the coolest thing ever. And, and I loved Power Rangers for a long time. And I still like love to be active and love to move um, either like riding my bike or playing drums or whatever. But yeah, I mean, so that's kind of where I'm coming from like way, way back. And then more recently, um, Can I ask in, one thing? Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Like, when, when does like I have seen like as I grew up, many people go into music. So when does one realize that they have the talent for music? Because I tried to playing something and oh no, this is too hard. When did you realize like you had that skill for to learn instruments? Was it more hard work or was was it more a natural talent? I just want to know that. Yeah, I think it's definitely more hard work. Um, I, I mean, I guess I'm, I'm semi-talented but not really like supernaturally talented i was never like amazing just like right off the bat it just comes from hours and hours of work i have you heard the thing about ten thousand hours no no malcolm so malcolm gladwell is this famous author who wrote this book talking about how like uh, most people that are you know masters or whatever of their field like they've put in at least ten thousand hours of practice like just emphasizing the point of like it's about work not really about talent um so yeah, I mean, basically since I was 12, I was in band and playing in different things at school. And then I studied music in college, basically all day, every day, just like practicing and going to rehearsals and going to music classes and stuff. Um, so, I mean, I started when I was 12, I think probably by the time I was 16 or so, I knew like I wanted to play music, you know, for my whole life and like focus on that. Um, and then just kept grinding, kept practicing hours and hours. Yes, and so back to where you were saying something recently. Oh, uh, oh okay. So, so in, in 2014, I went to this um, music festival called Electric Forest um, and had a really amazing time, a bunch of great experiences. And um, including one, I actually saw this guy named Dixon's Violin. Uh, and it, like, dude, it totally changed my life. Um, he's, he's one guy, he plays violin. 
uh, with like looping pedals uh, oh. and plays live performance. Really beautiful. I'll send you a link. You should listen yeah. to him. Put it um, in the description and, also. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there we go. Um, shout out Dixon. Um, and that experience was just so life-changing. And just like the music was um, so healing and so energizing. It was just amazing, right? And, and that along with a couple other experiences that week um, just left me like super inspired and excited. And um, basically I had like two main things like that I left with from that week. I was like, okay, definitely... I want to like learn more about yoga because I had seen Sadhguru videos or watch them on YouTube, but hadn't really done much about it. And I was like, cool, I want to learn more about yoga. I want to get into this um, yoga thing. And then I also knew that I wanted to like continue to uh, continue to practice music and con continue to play music. And I wanted to be able to play it in like a similar way that I'd experienced it because I guess what I, what I noticed about that was like, here are all these people coming for this special thing that's only this, this one weekend and they're driving in and spending all this money and all this time and like really investing in this weekend. And so what, but like what that meant was like all the music just meant so much more. Like it's so much different when it's just like you show up to a club on some night and you listen for an hour and then you go home. Yeah. It's so different when you're like really committed and you're at this festival. And so I, I was really interested in that and I wanted to do that. So those like the two things that I, I left with wanting to do. And then I left there and um, started doing uh, Isha Kriya actually for a while. Like I was teaching music and in between my teaching my lessons, I would like go and find a spot to do Isha Kriya. Okay. Uh, and then in 2015, I did inner engineering and um, I did it online. And then I went to Triple I to, um, to finish it and to learn Chambavi. And honestly, like it was great. I, I enjoyed it and I enjoyed Shambhavi and I was ex excited to be there, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like completely life-changing for me. It wasn't like fantastic, which I know for some people it is and that's great. But just to be totally honest, like for me, it was like, it was good. It made me feel good. Shambhavi was nice. It was, you know, energizing and relaxing, but like, you know, pretty cool. Yeah. But, but, but what, what it brought me was like, I want more. Like I want to do more. I want to go to the next thing. I want to learn more. I want to go deeper. Um, and so then over the next couple years, I, I did, like, I, I just kept going back. I did um, Shunya and um, Shakti a couple months later. I did BSP, which was amazing. Like, I, I just couldn't imagine not going. Um, and then just, like, got really into it, and I just wanted to spend, I, I didn't even really know why exactly. I couldn't give you, like, a perfect reason. I was like, oh, yeah, I want to do X, Y, and Z, but I just was drawn to it, and I, it, I was drawn to Sadhguru, I was drawn to the yoga, and I was really liking, you know, how it was making me feel, and I was just interested. Um, and so, yeah, and so I just kind of kept going deeper, and then um, learned some Hatha yoga, and then 2016, went and did Samyama, which was a whole, you know, a whole crazy experience um, that I'm super grateful for. Again, that was like a thing where I, I didn't have a bunch of money. I couldn't really responsibly afford to go, but I just couldn't imagine not going. Like once I had the idea of going, I was like, I mean, come on, I'm not going to pass this up. Um, so I did that and I was really grateful. It was, it was honestly, it was really difficult. Um, I think many, you know, many other people's experience might be different, but for me, it was like, like one of the hardest things I've ever done. I came back from, from it and I told people like, I didn't know exactly how to describe it, but I definitely knew that it was intense and difficult and a challenge, but I left that feeling like, man, if I can do that, like I can do anything. Um, like, cause it just was such a physical test and, you know, <laughs> mental test that I just felt, you know, if I can, if I can get through that, I can, I can do anything. Um, 
Yeah, maybe maybe I should pause right there. I feel like I'm just blabbing. Do you have any particular yes, area? I, I have. Yes, I have a particular area that I want to go. I, I never had a guest from Sounds of Asia. So we, I think most of the audience wants to know how to get into Sounds of Asia. And how did you happen to get, get there? And how is that whole process? And what is your Yeah. Experience? Well, so for me, it was actually totally um, by accident. So um, in 2016, 2017, um, I was I was here living in Austin and, um, you know, helping out with the programs, volunteering for the inner engineering programs here in Austin um, and getting ready for it. There was a book tour. Sadhguru came through to do a book tour in 2016 throughout the United States for the inner engineering book. Um, and so I had been volunteering for those programs. And so Sandhya, my friend here in Austin that helps run some of the volunteer activities, she texted me and she's like, hey, can you be, uh, can you do SOI coordination for the book tour? And I was like, uh, yeah, sure. What What's is that? SOI? What is SOI? <laughs> yeah, that's literally like, that's literally what I said. I was like, what's sure. What is that? I figured it would be like some, like I would be doing paperwork or, you know, doing something. I was like, sure, I'll, I will help whatever it is. And she's like, SOI is Sounds of Isha. I was like, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. definitely. Um, so yeah, so then we put together a group. That was the first time we had played anything in Austin. Um, so a, a few of us, um, that were musicians, got together and we rehearsed a few songs and put something together. Uh, and then from there, it's grown um, where um, I've played at some of the BSP programs, which have been also amazing experiences. I can tell you about that later. And um, playing for some of the inner engineering uh, mega programs that Sadhguru uh, has come for here in the States, like in Los Angeles, Philadelphia, Toronto, Dallas, San Francisco. We were supposed to have one earlier this year, but obviously, COVID canceled that. Um, so yeah, so I've, I've been really lucky to, to be able to support in that way and kind of have, I've learned a lot through that and, and been able to like experience music as like an offering. Uh, and that's, I think, one of the biggest things that uh, I've taken from Sadhguru and Isha programs and from playing with Sounds of Isha is like kind of flipping it where for the longest time growing up, um, I think I had it backwards of how I have it now where, you know, the music environment that I was in, which is like kind of like a marching band, Texas band, competitive, um, super competitive world was like kind of the goal that I had or that was very common throughout that is like you play something and then afterwards you want a bunch of people to come up and say like, oh, you're amazing. That was so good. Good job. And you say, oh, yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the praise. Thank you. But it was the total opposite, um, and, and that's how I like to do it now and how I hope that most of the time that I play music is now, where like I'm not saying thank you, where I'm saying like you're welcome, which means that like if I'm playing something or we are playing something where that music is like for them and is to hopefully create an experience and to create a, a feeling or an experience or whatever, like to give them something that they, you know, are grateful for and so that instead of me saying like, oh yes, thank you for all the praise. It's like, you're welcome. Like I, I'm, I'm so glad to be able to offer this music and to give you music and play something that would mean something for you and would give you, you know, such a positive experience. I was about to ask that, but you answered it. Like, what does it mean to make it as an offering? But I think that's covered. Yeah. 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 And so, and, and it's like, I try to do that. Like every time before I play, I mean, I'm not perfect. Uh, and there's plenty of exceptions, but like, I, it really has been ingrained in me and it's definitely something that I'm conscious of now. Like before I play, I at least try to mentally in my head, 
remind myself that it's an offering and try to, you know, make sure that I'm, I'm treating it that way and giving the music in that way. Cause, and it's, it's a trick because it's more rewarding for me that way. Anyways, it's like, I get as much out of it as anybody else. Um, and like, cause like when I'm playing and if, even if I'm just playing by myself, like obviously I just love music and it makes me feel awesome. So it's not that hard to, to try and, you know, invite somebody else into that same experience. So I want to ask you something like I was never into like classical music whenever someone used to play classical music or something like that. I used to like, what is this? I was into rock music, like not rock, hip hop and all. But after I heard Sounds of Fishan going through the practices nowadays, even if it's not Sounds of Fisher or some classical music, I like to listen to that. So what is with the Sounds of Fishan, you know, what, what is it that makes it different? Even during the programs, you said there is something different, like when you play for a program. So could you talk? Yeah. <laughs> I mean... I first answer is I don't know exactly. Um, but I think, so the one thing about it is it literally, there's just some sort of extra magic that comes through when the person that's playing the music is like really intentional, I think with, you know, like what they're doing. And it almost has to do with everything besides the actual music and notes. Um, like I'm sure we could talk about like what notes and what rhythms and everything make up sounds of Isha, but like what I think is more important is like the setting that you are like, why are the people there? What are they expecting? What are you intending? Like if, if, if it's me playing, like what am I intending to, to do with that music? And like, what's the intention behind it? I think that has, that goes a long way in um, like how people receive it. Um, but I mean, like more technically sounds of Isha is just like a mix of all different styles. Um, and I think the reason that it, or one of the reasons that it, you know, has the effect that it does is because all those factors are included. It's not just thinking like, oh man, let's play some, let's play some sick rhythms. Like let's play some really cool music. Like, oh dude, let me, let me get out my new drum. It's like, it's not about that. Like we're always trying to be in service of the moment and trying to support Sadhguru and trying to support whoever's there listening. Um, and so then that naturally shapes in so many like countless ways, shapes how the music ends up being. That's, that's like totally cool. So, so anyone like, do you know how this Ale Ale song came up or something about it? I, I, I really wanted to know about that. Like, I don't know. I wasn't involved in it. There's, okay. I mean, there's, cause there's so many people like, yeah, I'm a Sounds of Asian musician, but so there's plenty of other people around the world that are, are doing that too. So in India, it was obviously where Ale Ale was started or where that was written. Um, and I know it was meant as like a wave of bliss across southern India um, and of course it's a super popular song and everyone <laughs> loves to hear it and I've, I love to play it too. So I think we, at the end we'll play like like how much more time do we have? Uh, I don't know what time is it right now? <laughs> I got a few I got a few more minutes. Okay so last question after that you can play the music for us or not. Oh, I'm so sorry that it has to be so short. We should just, we should do this again. We'll have a part two maybe. We'll have part two. We'll have part two. We can do part two in person. Okay. Oh, definitely. Part two in person. I want to come. You're always welcome in Austin yeah. and I hopefully will come to India maybe next year. If, yes. if awesome. Okay. Awesome. So my last question is, it's more regarding sadhana. So I'll uh, not uh, regarding sure. music. So actually today when I come message me like she has done all the programs. She's a, she has even become a Hatha Yoga teacher. So she said like she used to watch my videos and everyone is saying they're happy, they're blissful. And she's like, okay, I'm getting physical, but I'm not mentally becoming that strong or that happiness is not coming. And it's later when she heard some of the podcasts that she realized, okay, there are a lot of people struggling. So that there are two sides of the coin. So could you talk about like, are you like 
there are are there some struggles with your practices or like is it like super smooth or like okay i'm good yeah yeah great happen? question yeah i mean i've definitely had ups and downs um and i would never pretend to be like oh yeah just every <laughs> time i sit for shambhavi it's amazing for me that's not true for other people maybe but for me it's not but definitely like i've definitely kept up some practice consistently um there was a period of time where like i wasn't doing much i like i wasn't doing shakti i wasn't doing like my samyama practice all these different things now lately though especially because of corona uh i've it's been a, actually kind of a good support and i've been able to kind of get back on it um so like now i'm i'm pretty consistent every morning i'm doing an hour or so and i've also been sitting for shunya and samyama um so lately it's been pretty consistent and but like my experience though has always been like it always is definitely calming and um helps me feel like more in control and helps my mind feel um more at ease and helps my body just you know feel smoother um i think for me like i love surya kriya that for me is so great just cuz it's like it's so simple it's and it's just like action packed like within it only takes you like 15 minutes if you do one cycle or doing three cycles or whatever um but that is one of my favorites that i always do um and then also just honestly just sitting um just sitting with my eyes closed and kind of overlapping that with music like obviously music and music practices are 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 separate but like i like to i like to play either like before or after or you know have some have some combination of them and like especially lately with this instrument it's just so beautiful and natural that i i love to just like play it and then just close my eyes and sit um so yeah so that's i've been kind of back and forth with my practices um but lately it's been a lot more solid and i've definitely in like noticed uh, a difference and it definitely just keeps me keeps me stable mentally and emotionally um even if it's not like creating big fireworks like sometimes it does and i've definitely had beautiful experiences and like you know seen you know had fireworks or whatever but generally it's it's nothing off the charts it's just like a, a stabilizing force um and kind of like a gently energizing oh, oh awesome anna so where can the listeners reach out to you do you have like what social media profiles can be linked in the description yeah yeah um <laughs> mostly my instagram and on spotify so you okay. can just taylor han on okay. spotify and instagram okay. or taylor han music okay. um or my website is just taylorhan.com so actually i literally just picked up these okay. shirts these oh, okay. shirts. Okay. I, i put an album out recently it's called okay. fly with me um and it's basically the idea is like um that music is a way to relax but also be energized and inspired and everything so like come with me on this journey to do all those things um and yeah so you can you can check that out and you can listen on spotify so will you send me the links i'll put it in yeah, the yeah i'll send them to you you can put them in the description yeah cool oh can i can i tell one last story because uh, i forgot please, i want i am free i have all day you are not free oh, okay good, good good so <laughs> so this instrument right here is called a hand pan check out see the bottom oh, it's okay. this you can it's like kind of like a flower it's hard to see but so my wife designed yeah. that and then my friend that made this you know put it on there so um I this instrument has been created maybe 15 years ago or something like that and I and maybe 10 years ago I saw one I was like oh my gosh that's the coolest instrument I really really want one um but they're they're expensive so I couldn't afford one for the longest time um and then 2 years ago I I don't know maybe about 2 or 3 years ago um my friend Zach 
uh, had, he texted me and he said, Hey, uh, Sadhguru wants a handpan. Oh, do you know anybody that makes handpans? I was like, no, but I'll, I'll try and find out. Okay. And then, so I, I put on Facebook and I found out like, Oh my gosh, my friend that I play in this band with <laughs> okay. makes handpans. I'm like, oh. and he lives down the street from me. I'm like, amazing. <laughs> okay. so like, yeah, dude, come to my shop. So I went to my friend Bryant's shop, pan snap music, shout out. Oh. Um, and, uh, I helped pick out a, a, a handpan for Sadhguru. And so we thought that it was going to be like, it was going to stay at triple I in Tennessee and like Sadhguru would play it there and we would play it there. And I was like, excited. Like, yeah, man, I'm going to get to play handpan now. Um, but so we got it for him. We, and then we sent it to him and apparently like Sadhguru got him. It was like, oh, this is awesome. And he just took it with him and he, just, he flew. <laughs> and like, oh man, I we're going to get to play it. But he liked it too much. But so then since then I was like, oh man, I really want a handpan. I really want my own handpan. It's the most amazing instrument. And then so I've been saving money, saving money. And then finally, a couple months ago, I was able to get one. Um, and so I ended up actually getting the same, well, not the exact same, but similar scale as Sadhguru. So he has what's called a D insen, um, which is eight notes. And it's like a D minor scale with a couple variations. Uh, so this one is also a D minor and it has all the same notes plus four extra notes. And so what that means is someday, maybe possibly, I'll hopefully get to play with him because oh. uh, we'll be able to play together because all the notes will be the same. So that's just kind of a little personal goal. Uh, and smooth move. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, can, I can play this out if you want to. I please, can end please. It up, close please, this please. out. All right, yeah. let, me, let me switch over my, uh, switch over my thing. Although I, I do love this instrument, it's hard to get it down. Oh, I love this sound. And thanks again for having me, man. I, I really appreciate it. I'm glad we were able to connect. Thanks. I think Trent is kind of the, the connector for us. Oh, is it Trent? Yes. Yeah. Well, when I think when I saw Trent on your podcast, I was like, oh, cool, man. That's awesome. And then I think it's just, I guess we got connected on Patreon. I think. Yeah. Yes. Um, Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Of course. I, I'm happy to happy to support. Uh, can you hear this? Okay. Yes. Okay. Cool. Uh, well, thanks so much for having me. I wish we could we could stay for longer. I could just keep going and going. Um, and yeah, I really appreciate it. And um, talk to you all soon. Yes. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it. Hey, 
awesome guys i hope you'll enjoyed the podcast so if you want to reach out to me you can reach out to me on twitter that's where i will be there my twitter handle is at vaishaksabu90 v a i s a k h s a b u 90 also if you're listening to this podcast on apple podcast please do leave a written review it will mean the world to me and leave a star rating 1 2 3 4 5 whichever star whatever is genuine to you please leave that means the world to me and if you're hearing this on any other podcast platforms Do follow me guys. So take care until the next podcast. Tan tan tan.